welcome to the Geriatric Millennials. This is Jamie. And this is Beth. And we are two oldish, youngish ladies talking about things we do not recommend. Yes, this is our de-influencing episode. <laughs> We're going to influence you to not do a bunch of things. Yeah, or look I mean, at a bunch of things, maybe. buy a bunch of things, hopefully. I mean, that's... Save you some pain. That's the idea. Yeah. Well, there's like this whole thing on TikTok, at least there was like a few months ago, where people had all of these de-influencing videos because there's this huge rise of like influencers that were like, buy this thing on Amazon and look at this and you need that. And now oh, people are yeah. like, you don't need any of this. No, you don't need that, that, and that. And I was like, okay, everybody needs to calm down. Yeah. I do like product recommendations. Yeah. However, I do appreciate also like very um candid reviews that yeah. tell us like mm, maybe it's a no yeah maybe it's a no and so, i'm so curious what you have i was surprised what came to mind there were some i was very passionate about oh i cannot like, wait okay okay, okay you right. should go first okay so my first one is kind of different but it's i just encourage people not to stop working out Oh, so I was going to Orange Theory like in 2019, okay. like right before the pandemic hit. And like, I am not a runner, you know, I'm athlete. I think I'm athletic ish. I can build muscle and stuff, but like, I don't really enjoy, I've never been a person that like works. I'm like, I feel so good right now. The endorphins are surging. Like that's not my life. It's always <laughs> been a task. And so, but I really got into Orange Theory and not to the point where I was like in the cult of Orange Orange Theory, but okay. like I was in it and I was doing really well. And I, I got to a place where I could actually run on the treadmill and I was I was doing it. I was felt so great. And then I did their like they do this thing at Halloween where it's like hell week and you oh. go every single day and then you get a t-shirt. And I did, or you go five out of seven days. And I did it and then I never picked up my t-shirt, which was very disappointing. Um, but I basically never went back because Why? I don't know. My brain one day was just like, mm, I'm good. And then it was like the holidays. And so I just was like, oh, it's I'll get back into it the first of the year. Then COVID hit and just life changed and I never got back into fitness. Yeah. And I thought during the pandemic, I'm like, okay, this is lasting longer. There was that big rush to remember everybody was buying Pelotons and all the things. And like, you couldn't get stuff at some point. I got a, a trampoline, which is sitting in our podcast studio right now. I see that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to rebound. I'm going to be a rebound person. I'm going to be a jumper and all this stuff. No. You know, and I just, I kept buying all of this equipment. Like I got a, a treadmill that goes underneath my desk, yeah. except I never bought the standing desk. And so then it's just a treadmill, but it's not really a full treadmill. It's really just a walking treadmill and it's not quite as sturdy as a normal treadmill. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Now it's just sitting, you know. I mean, it's not too late to get a standing desk, is it? But I don't want to walk on a treadmill when I'm working because I can't focus. Oh, like I yeah. just, I mean, even standing up sometimes, if I'm working, I'm just like, I can't do my job like this. Oh, okay. So anyway, I just, and then just over the last few years of just being out of that habit of like a ritualized workout, mm -hmm. my body has taken such a nosedive. I was coming up the stairs the other day and my knees started hurting as I was climbing the stairs. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Yeah. And then I'm usually super flexible. I was reaching for something. I thought I strained my shoulder because I reached just too far. And I was like, I can't keep going like this. And I look back at 2019, Beth, and I just want to tell her, please keep working out. Just, yeah. I know you don't like it. I know it's not your thing. Just minimally just go for a walk every day for 30 minutes and you'll be so much happier in a couple years. But instead, I feel like now I'm at like not even ground, ground floor. I feel like in the basement trying to climb up a rope 
you know, a, mm-hmm. one of those rope that they would, uh, the, did you ever do that in, yeah, you, in elementary, elementary school? school? The long rope uh, attached to the gym ceiling. That's what it feels like. And that thing always scared me because A, I did not have any upper body strength. And B, I'm like, even if I attempt, even if I get up a little bit, I'm going to fall and hurt myself. And that's where I'm at. I'm looking up at this rope like, okay, you got to climb the rope. And instead I'm just like, or you can turn around and just sit on your couch. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be a couch person. But that's what I've become. So anyway, that's what I'm de-influencing people today is to just, even though it sucks, you have to just keep working out. Yeah. Well. I mean, we went on walk. It I mean, was painful. start small. Start small. Mm, I tell myself that every day. I have all the things. And honestly, I don't even think about it. Like, like. At nighttime, I'm laying in bed. I have a whole fantasy life about working out. I have a membership <laughs> to the gym. I know all kinds of workout routines. Like I've been doing movement forever, you know, as a dancer, all this. I have all these, like my vision of myself is amazing. I want to get into the, like the super flexible people and the people that do like the mobility training. I'm like, yes, that's who I am. I get home from work. It's gone. Like, I don't even remember walking shoes. Never heard of them. Like, <laughs> Beth, do you want to go outside? It's not even like in my range of thought. Okay. Anyway. Wah, wah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you do not recommend stopping. Yeah. Just keep out. going. Just, just okay. don't stop. Got yes. it. Got it. This is going to be all over. All over the, the place. place. All over. So here's something that I do not recommend. Okay. Fancy cookbooks. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> because I get enticed by cookbooks because of the pictures mm-hmm. of beautiful food and the marketing that says, you can do this at home. You can, these are simple meals, 30 minutes or whatever they say that make me think, oh yeah, I can do that. I'm going to do that. And then I get this book and then I don't have any of the ingredients. <laughs> I have to like plan all this stuff or there's obscure ingredients. Uh-huh. And then there's things that I don't even know what they are. And I'm like, I am not a chef. Mm-hmm. I am just a regular person that needs to survive <laughs> and needs to make food so none of us die. Yeah. And I want it to taste good and I want it to be easy and I want it to be accessible. But it's like, different things that I, again, like that I don't even know what they are. And I just, then I feel kind of defeated. Or the other thing that happens is there's so many Mm -hmm. in there that I'm like, well, I I don't know what to make and how to pick it and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I just, I just now avoid those Mm -hmm. types of fancy cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would recommend that. I mean, I mean, I don't recommend, what are we doing? We're not recommending it. Yeah. So I don't recommend them. Yeah. I I would agree. I I I have a quite a stack of cookbooks in my house, and beautiful cookbooks have made not even ten recipes out of all yeah. of them. You know, yeah. and that thing about that thing that you said about um, the ingredients that is so true. And it's really frustrating when you live in a smaller city, smaller town, because it's like you go to the grocery store; they don't even have that herb. It's not even or that spice. It's not even a option. Yeah, and also it just takes so much planning in advance, which I like planning some things in advance, but food is just, it. it's like one of my worst chores is menu planning and mm-hmm. thinking ahead and being prepared when I go to the grocery store to get, so, because it means you have to like go through the recipe and figure out what you need and make sure it's on your list at whichever grocery store you're going to go to and blah, blah, blah. And I know there's all kinds of services out there that do that for you and whatever. And I just haven't taken advantage or tried to figure out any of those systems. Um, but that was the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about this. What do I not recommend? Um, it's kind of random, but yeah. Yeah. Fancy cookbooks. I just don't even recommend it. I prefer 
Pinterest mm-hmm. or somebody telling me, I, me eating something and then saying, where can I have the recipe for this specific yeah. thing? And then finding, and then just doing that or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, also in those fancy cookbooks, like, okay, they have beautiful pictures of some of the recipes, but a lot of times they don't have them of all the recipes. And it's just like, what's this supposed to look yeah. like? <laughs> right. What is this even going to be? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My next one's a book, which I feel a little bit bad putting a book on here, but this book has stuck with me because I listened to it on audio and it was 19 hours. Oh, that's long. It was like a really long audio book. Like, and I don't know, I don't even know who recommended it to me, but it was called The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. I think that's the name. Anyway, it was one of those books that like, it's not a linear story and there's all these other stories happening and it kind of goes back and forth. Very poetic at times, very like some really interesting concepts, but it was so much. And by the time I was realizing I'm not enjoying this, I was already like 10 hours in and there was no way I was not finishing. Because it would felt like those 10 hours were a waste of time. Yes. So then you wasted another nine. Another nine hours. And it was just like, (laughs) okay, good. I I will not read it. I will not. I, I think it's a good book, but it's it was just too much for me and it was not my genre. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, I this hear you. This was the wrong choice. I hear you. Yeah. I have a book on wow. my list. Oh. I read it recently. I picked this book for my book club because I thought it was going to be good and it was recommended by, I don't know, people online. Mm-hmm. And it sounded really good. It was well-written. I will say that. It's called The Year of Wonders. Mm -hmm. I may have mentioned this this to you before. It was just too sad. It was like everyone... Is this the plague book? This is the plague book. Mm. Everyone died and continued to die. And then the end of the book had this weird... It just was a weird out of left field ending. And I just felt like, oh, like, why did I read that? So I don't recommend it because I don't like books that leave me with a bad feeling. I want to read a book that makes me feel good or entertained Mm -hmm. or happy or whatever, just not how I felt after reading that book. So I don't recommend that book. You're of wonders. (laughs) I don't recommend resetting your TikTok algorithm. Oh, really? So a few weeks ago, I, there's just been this whole thing on, on, on TikTok recently where people are like, oh, you can reset your TikTok. So it kind of goes back to the original FYP where that's not, it hasn't pinned you down. Okay. Everything's not so specific to you. And I have been curating my algorithm now for years, right? I was on TikTok before and all the millennials. You to Listen, it? it was, uh, I was, it was a Sunday afternoon. I had been flipping through TikTok and nothing was hitting. I was in a weird mood. And then I was like, I'm just going to reset it. Worst decision. Oh, what kind of stuff are you getting now? Well, to start off, it was just like weird, all these weird like NASCAR-y type stuff, but from other countries <laughs> and tons of soccer. This is just making like me laugh. Nothing I ever was interested in. And so I'm trying to like like stuff and like get the things I actually am interested in, like search for things. And it's kind of worked its way back to where like it knows me a little bit again. But I have like not seeing some of my favorite creators because I didn't necessarily follow them, but they would pop up because similar oh. interests. And so it's just been like a real hard lesson in recognizing that like, I don't want change. Do not do that. (laughs) No, I should have just blocked the things I was sick of seeing and just had my good algorithm. Okay. This one's just, this one's just super random. But uh, when we had talked about making, uh, doing this episode, we talked about different categories. And Mm -hmm. so one of them was movies. And this movie popped into my head is from 1995. Okay. It was so disturbing. That you know how I forget movies. I forget movies that I have seen. And I forget if I've even seen them. And then I'll be watching a movie and I'll be like, I think I've seen this before. Like, and then I think, but I still don't even know what happens, even though I have seen it before. So anyway, terrible memory when it comes to movies. Now, 
Granted, I don't remember the entire storyline of this movie. I just remember that I never wanted to see it again. And I felt like almost sick. Oh. It's called Kids. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen it once. I was a teenager when I watched Mm -hmm. it. And it's about teenagers. And it's about this guy who has HIV and is on this quest to sleep with as many virgins as he can and doesn't tell them. Mm. And there's just like a bunch of horrible things in that movie. So anyway, I don't recommend it. Don't recommend that at all. Okay. Yeah, don't go watch it. So I have a little bit of a twofer. Okay. So the other day I was going to... um, a like a discounted grocery store kind of place and uh I, I go in and um I just had the little like basket right and I just was going to grab a couple things and then all of a sudden they had all of this stuff that I usually use and is like you know I normally have to pay ten dollars for it. it's three dollars there mama's very happy so I go get a cart and I have the basket in the cart and the cart is filling up and the first thing that it was um a mistake was they had these ice cream bars that I have been looking at for years. They're called It's It Bars. Okay. And they are, I guess they're out of San Francisco, started in 1928. Don't know how I know this, but I do. And they always just look so classy. But at the main grocery store, they're good. Like, you know, they're like $7 or, you know, they're an expensive for three, for three, for three ice cream sandwiches. And I was like, oh my gosh, they had them, they had them there for $3.99. I'm like, I'm going to get to try these. I'm very, very excited mint chocolate chip ice cream bars like yeah like an ice cream sandwich. sounds great yeah you don't so, recommend do not recommend i got it home i didn't know anything about this this ice cream sandwich i pull it out and it is it's coated in a light shell dark chocolate and it's kind of flaking off and so it's getting messy and i'm like were these expired no no, no. but i put it into no it wasn't expired but i put it into the bowl and i was like okay you know and i'm trying to bite into it so i bite into this ice cream sandwich love mint chocolate chip it is not a normal cookie. It's an oatmeal cookie. Oh. So it's oatmeal cookies and then sandwich. It was, like it was tricked. They tricked I you. I felt very tricked. I did not realize it was going to. The cookie was kind of okay on itself and the ice cream was fine on itself. But together, that combo for me was not a go. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Okay. And it's like, it was not good at all. The other part of the story that I need to share is that when I went to check out, the checker looked at me and was like, is this going to be on ETB? And I was like, Huh? I've been there before, never been asked that. She was like, Is this on food stamps? And I was what? like, Oh, I was like, No. And then I looked around and I was like, Oh gosh, why is she asking me this? And you know why she was asking me this. Why? The color of my skin. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Because I was listening to the other checkers, all these other people checking out on me. Nobody was asking, Is this part of this purchase going to be on ETB? I was shooketh. So that's my other like, Things I don't recommend. Like don't even don't maybe, don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions based on how someone looks on no. if they can, you know, what their financial status is. Yeah. Because it was it was just kind of off putting and rude. Um, Are you gonna tell us the name of the grocery no. store? I think I know what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll ask you. You can ask me after. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Those ah! those are my two. So none of those ice cream sandwiches and no racism. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I have a few more. These are products. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not recommend most natural deodorants. Oh, you a deodorant, man. <laughs> it's spent, your struggle. I have spent so much effing money yeah. on stupid natural deodorants that just don't work uh, over the years. Did you switch to like a... Like a oh, non- I always go back to the one that 
book sort of works the best for me. And so I'm just sticking with that. But I continue to try different ones because I'm always sucked into these mm-hmm. marketing things where people say this is the best ever and it works so great. And then I'm like, yay, this is going to be it. And it never is. Just yeah. just don't even worry about it. Like just, I mean, I'm not saying to um, switch your deodorants. I'm just saying I don't recommend most natural deodorants mm-hmm. or all of them. I, I just like don't they, recommend them. I feel like they stop working really fast. Yeah. I don't think they work at all for me. I'm just... I, I'm well, number one, I sweat a lot, which is fine. And I don't care. I'm not looking for an antiperspirant, mm-hmm. but sweat I don't want to smell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do, mm-hmm. but I still continue to use natural deodorants. Yeah. I mean, I do recommend that. I just, <laughs> I just don't have any that I, that you, that, work, that work say? for you. What am yeah. I trying to say? I just, I basically, I don't recommend most natural deodorants. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So I don't recommend overbuying beauty products, which I'm notorious for doing. <laughs> So the other day, like I, like Jamie can vouch, I have a full cart of beauty products yeah, in my bathroom. I'm so curious. I kind of want to go through those and be like, what's this for? You would be like, Beth, first of all, this is insane. This is way too much stuff for one person to use in one year. And that's what I'm finding is that I overbought because I saw a great deal or I was getting like mystery boxes or I was like, just with my fat fit fun, I'm just like, add on, add on, add on. And so I get all of this stuff. And then, and then you don't use it. I don't use it. And then like I went to go use a body oil. And I was like, oh, I'm getting low on a lotion. It's like summer. Maybe I'll use a, a oil. It smelled rancid because it had turned because it was so old. And I didn't recognize it because I never opened it because I had so much other product. Yeah. And that's happened a couple of times now where I go to use like, I had these really cool foaming face washes from South Korea. Like I got them in this cool box and I was like super excited to use them. And I loved it when I used it. They were all these fun like fruit things and you'd put it on and it would just foam on your face. And it was amazing. And I was like, oh, I got to, you know, be stingy with how I use these because, you know, growing up, not having a lot of money, Beth was like, okay, you've got to make it last. While current, like you have enough money to buy soap, Beth was like, please use it up. Didn't use it. They all went bad. I only oh. got to use a few of them because I was like saving them. Yeah, bummer. And so I'm like, no more saving stuff. We're just, so this week use I it. started wearing like eye masks when I was getting ready for work. I put like a little, you know, like a little eye patch mask underneath my eye and I'm just trying to use things up so that they don't go to waste and yeah. I can actually enjoy them. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. All right, I've got one more. Mm-hmm. And it's along the same lines as uh, as the natural deodorant. And that is, uh, I do not recommend most dry shampoos. Mm. I have tried a lot of different ones and most of them, or if not all of them, are disappointing. Mm-hmm. I don't like washing my hair very often. I, so I try to stretch out the amount of t- like days that I can last without washing my hair. And so I do use dry shampoo, but again, most of them are disappointing and I just I just don't recommend them. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. I think well, and a lot of them too have like, what are you spraying into your lungs by spraying them? I mean, I still, I mean, I still use them. But the problem is with a lot of them, they leave like a white yeah. film on your hair yep. that you can see. Also, they have a really strong scent yes. or smell, and it's like uh, if I can smell this, I feel like other people can smell it when they're in the vicinity of my head. Mm-hmm. Probably too much. I don't know. Okay, I have one last one, and this one is the most disturbing. I watch, I've seen a ton of TV shows, tons of movies. There's not very many that have stuck with me so like viscerally. But I watched this movie on Netflix. I think it was just, I think it was a while ago. It was like a couple years ago. And it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, It's called I Care A Lot. And it stars uh, Rosamund Pike. 
She's the girl. She was in like um, Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley. I don't think okay. you, Gone Girl. Anyway, her performance is amazing. The movie is really well written and executed, all that stuff. It's the story. And it's about this woman who basically takes advantages of old people that maybe don't have family and cons them out of their homes by like getting them committed, basically saying they're senile, oh, wow. puts them in these crappy houses, you know, gets their homes, sells everything, becomes their like power of attorneys through this like scammy method. And and then it's just kind of her journey through that. And it's just like, it was so upsetting to me. Yeah. And it was so, it was just so unfair. I have a really hard time when things aren't fair. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so frustrating. And it's like, she never, I don't want to give away the thing, but she didn't really get in trouble by anyone. Well, give it away because you're saying not to watch it. Yeah. So go the, ahead. There's a tragic ending, but it's not like the way you would think. And so it was just very it was just so upsetting. And it's just like, even to this day, if I see a clip of it, it just makes me so upset. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Again, her performance was great. What the, is the what is the name again? It's called I Care A Lot. Okay. On yeah. Netflix. That's like the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, I care a lot to never watch this again. I care a lot that- Why is I it called I Care A Lot? Because it sounds like the character didn't care at all. Exactly. That's okay. why. Yeah. Okay. It was awful. Okay. Anyway. So there- there you have it, people. There is yeah. our there is one of our lists. Yeah, I'm sure we'll do this again because there's many things that are just like absolutely <laughs> we're, not. We're, we want we want to uh, help you avoid these things. Yes, uh, that we don't recommend. Yes, just giving you a heads up. Yeah, and hopefully um, we've uh, de-influenced somebody today. <laughs> Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and would like to support our show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost, so check out their latest album now.